Hi, I'm Eliza Cece, and you're listening to Like the Dove Podcast. After almost a decade of being immersed in and teaching New Age practices, God opened my eyes and heart to follow Him. Now I help ex-New Agers and new believers in their walk so you feel encouraged and less alone. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am so nervous and um, really um, looking forward to what I have to share with you today. So today I really want to talk about what I think is one of the main gateways into the new age and some of my story that I have never shared publicly before. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this episode up forever, but I think that there is um, a needed moment of talking about these things. So um, we're going to be talking about like difficult, the most difficult thing that's ever happened in my life and the thing that I do feel like I'm constantly always still trying to figure out and process and it is about family structure, uh, family abandonment, um, dissolution of family connection. Um, that is my main story and those of you who have like maybe taken some of my classes or listened to my previous podcast or maybe um, been in my membership, you know like little tiny things about my story and today my intention is really to share more of how my story has shaped me and how I really truly do feel that this pattern that I'm seeing with myself with other people who are coming out of the new age um, are interconnected as well and so the so I just want to kind of like put that out there as a little bit of an understanding of where we're headed. And then towards the end, I want to share um, where I'm at with it today and the, you know, like offer some ways of looking at this through a biblical lens that I see it through today. Okay, so let's just rip the band-aid off. This is so nerve-wracking for me. <laughs> um, but at 20 and 21, um, 20 is where it started and 21 is where it actually started to happen was that um, I had some challenges with my mom and um, things were not going well. And eventually what happened was that I had... It initially started where I had no contact with her. I didn't hear from her for six months, you know? And, um, you know, we tried to work things out, didn't work out, and it ended up being that, it was, this is what it is, it's like, um, you ever watched the movie Uncle Buck? And Uncle Buck is looking through the family album, and he, like, comes across this picture where his sister-in-law and his brother have, like, um, folded the picture over. And the folded part is Uncle Buck being cut out of the picture. That's really what it felt like for me is that um, I was just kind of taken out of my family. You know, like no contact um, because I was not on good terms with my mom um, through like a series of situations. Um, then it, it turned out that I also wasn't in contact with anyone else in my family. Any women, I should say, in my family. So... 
no contact with my sisters or my mom or aunts or grandma or anything like that. So at 21, it was basically um, no longer a part of my family. And uh, this was a crazy shock to my system. Like, I don't know about you, but I had the um, feeling like our family was so much closer and different when I was younger. And I think as you grow into yourself as an older adult or like a younger adult, um, you do start to see the, the ways that things are not the way you expected them to be. And so, um, yeah, so I had no contact with anyone in my family from that point forward. There was a point when Chris and I got engaged at 25 that things started to shift a little and they were like a little bit more in my life and I would um, make an effort to just like be with them more. Um, but uh, no, it didn't last for long. <laughs> and so, yeah, so at this point I'm no contact with my mom basically, um, you know, like no phone calls, no going, um, to see anyone in my family ever, um, just like not a part of their life and they're not a part of mine. And, you know, this, this is extremely hard for me. Um, I don't even know if I could even put it into words of the, when this happened when I was 21, the depth of heartache that I went through. I definitely went through like a real period of grief it was like my relationship with me and my mom had died and it was very different than like what I thought things were like with us and so it was extremely tragic and um it caused this like feeling of rejection and longing for something that I knew I would never get back and even if you know, like you ever been in one of those situations where like you have a big a situation or like argument or something with someone and you might make up in some way but like it's never the same because you've seen things like you can't unsee or experience like a hurt that you can't really fully repair that's kind of what that you know happened for me one of the hard parts in this you know dissolution for me was that um it felt like I just wasn't cared about you know and it felt like you know, everyone was wanting to be right and take sides and it was just extremely hard and painful. And yeah, it was something that I just searched for closure on and I searched for an acknowledgement of, you know, what had happened, you know, like that was something that I just really wanted in my heart for a really long time. And I just really, at the end of the day, just felt like I wasn't cared about and that, not only the main problem, right, was one that wouldn't ever be resolved, which was really hard, was just like also having to go through holidays and birthdays um, and, you know, like moments in my life that no one even knew about. Um, and it just felt just really heartbreaking, you know, and really hard. Um, I don't know if any of you have ever gone through anything like this, but it's just, um, very confusing and very, um, you feel constantly gaslit because, um, one of the things that happened for me was like, I remember certain things like main things, right? Like I remembered that one time where I was, I was at the beginning of this. And when I was 21, I was living with Chris and his parents because I didn't have 
another place to live at the time. And I um, just remember kind of having this sort of out of body experience where I can remember seeing myself crying desperately on the on the bed. And um, just like my heart was just felt like it was being like ripped out of my body. It was just so tragic and so sad and so I still like have this memory of that and um I have this sad thing that comes up now um that I'm like firmly with Jesus is like how sad it is that when that was going on it didn't reach out and call out for Jesus and how things might have been so so different because now my life is so I'm I'm at such peace with this, you know, and this this thing that I held on to for so long of, you know, feeling like I wasn't good enough and that I wasn't loved and that certain people would never love me the way I desired for them to and always feeling like I was doing something wrong or being gaslit about what my experience was and just truly, truly be feeling so hurt, um, and I think back now and I'm like, wow, what would have happened <laughs> if I had had Jesus, you know? And it, that does make me sad because it's like, wow, it's like 20 years more or less of this. And um, yeah, it's just very sad. And so I want to kind of like just share this next part of you with you of like why I think there's such a danger of the new age when we have broken families. So this is this is for like all types of people. It's like people like me who like literally had no family. Um, I had Chris and I had his family because they're wonderful people like that. Um, and that that was it, you know. And this was something that to this day, like friends don't know about me. I don't talk about it. I don't share about it. This is why it's really scary for me to talk about this because there are so many layers to it. It's like, I don't want to open old wounds. I don't want to, you know, anyone to take anything the wrong way. Um, but also it feels like an important thing to name your experience. And so by me naming my experience, I hope that it gives someone who's listening out there who's also going through a hard time with family or friends or relationships in general, whatever it is that just feels like it's your hardest experience whatever that looks like for you it could be any amount of things right um but it's that hard experience for you um i feel like i just have to name this and this is something that jesus has been telling me like you have to do a podcast about this and this isn't going to be like all pretty and (laughs) i'm probably going to be stumbling over my words and i probably already am but i'm going to leave it as raw as i can so that you can just kind of Maybe you can relate with me in some way of something that just think of the hardest thing that you've ever been through that does still, no matter how much work you've done, quote unquote, on yourself, it does still feel like that's the one thing that's always going to be part of who you are. And so whatever that is for you. So now, you know, like for me, it's like that I don't have a relationship with my family and it's extremely sad for me. Um, And I've made this choice now after really thinking about it that, um, and I pray about this all the time. One of the things that I have recently been really, you know, thinking about is like the whole idea of the Bible saying, you know, like honor your father and mother. And, um, I now know that I honor them in the way, the best way that I can by not being 
in true connection like day to day or relationally. Okay, and so this is really going to start to bring into this next piece that I want to talk about, which is us uh, ex-New Agers and um, our hardest moments in life, right? So um, for me, this is where the real danger of New Age is. It's this, this is where it comes in. It's because I was so heartbroken, I would have done anything to fix how I was feeling. I would have done anything. I would have done anything. And so, um, the story I told myself for a long time is that every woman has a relationship with our mom. Like all women have good relationships. You look around in our culture. It's like your mom is everything. You must be like a, a total piece of garbage. If like you don't have a relationship with your mom and literally the only woman that I could find, <laughs> on tv or in books or any of this stuff was like carrie bradshaw she was like the only one you never heard that her mom like she didn't have a relationship with her mom her mom is just never mentioned i think she's mentioned like one time and that's it and so like i clung to that i was like okay this is my only example until i started to really realize like the depth of where god was ultimately um, going to take me, you know, like 20 years into this experience, right? So I just constantly was telling these stories of myself of like, there's something so messed up about me. I'm so unlovable. Um, my mom can't love me or, you know, that kind of thing. And so it just was like a, a repetitive loop for me. And I really did many things to cope with this loss, it was grief, it was heartbreak, it was confusion and sadness, and I definitely put my self-worth on the line to find some sort of reason why. Why was this happening to me? You know, why was I this way? Why couldn't this work out? Um, I must not have tried hard enough. I, I could have done this thing. And, you know, like when we're in those places, we just know that that, that kind of energy, that kind of mind loop is useless. And it's really hurtful because there aren't answers for why sometimes things like this just happen to us or for us right and so um i want to share some new age things i did right away um so like the so this started to happen and then i immediately started googling and i started to look for um things to alleviate my pain so what did I find? I immediately found Reiki. I immediately found this one woman who did all this Reiki on me um, and told me that I was a light worker and that I was here to, you know, like that hard things happen in our lives, you know, to show us the light, the light within us and that I'm meant to like go through all of this stuff so that I can be a light to others, you know, and it will, and like that's a pretty typical like new age response. It's like, you know, don't dwell, dwell too much in the negative, really find the positive spin on it. And um, yeah, so I would say that it was things like, yeah, let's, I think the main things that happened for me right away were um, this Reiki person. Um, I did, I immediately got Louise Hayes um, affirmation book. And that was that was my Bible back then. Um, at that point, Oprah and was having Eckhart Tolle on her show and they were going through his book, A New Earth. And so I got really into that. Um, you know, I got really into divination, getting my cards read, doing tarot, intuitive readings, 
all kinds of healings. And that was, that was it. I was inside this new way of trying to fix myself. It was a constant, um, spiral of I'm not good enough I gotta fix myself I'm not good enough I'm gonna fix myself this person doesn't love me I'm gonna fix myself and it was just like this tragic circle of sadness really (laughs) of just like my ultimate brokenness and I think that that is what is so scary about new age is that when we have when we feel like we have something going on in our lives that we can't fix or we're desperate to fix or we're desperate to feel better or some relief or to know the reason why what do we do we go to new age and then we're hooked and then we constantly go to these places of um like palm readings, psychic readings, tarot readings, you know, just constant always, you know, uh, being in spaces with psychics and psychic mediums and, you know, telling us why this is happening to us and how we can fix it and how, you know, like, oh, there's something in your, there's a line in your palm that, that says that this was going to happen with you and your mom all along or whatever the case might be, right, for us. But there's always this this um, this thread that, you know, connects new age to people who feel broken, people who don't have good relationships that are grounded in faith, obviously, people who haven't been grown, haven't grown up maybe in faith. And so we don't even think to ask and reach out to God and to start praying or or to get a Bible and start reading the Bible or go to church or any of those things. Like that didn't even go into my mind ever, right? Until I was saved like a few years ago is when all of that came forward. And, um, I have ne- I've never had a felt a relief from anything new age, never a relief from channeling demons and, you know, praying to angels and, um, you know, doing moon rituals and offering my blood to the earth and like all this stuff. It's just like, no, that's all darkness. And, um, it just kind of makes me so like fiery for the people who are being kind of um, used to in in a hard time in a dark time in your life um, to go to even more darkness because you're already in that place, right? And so I think that this is why Jesus is using me at this moment to really share my story. It's like, I don't want to share this with you. I don't want to share this with anyone. The only one who knows every single step of every single detail is Chris. And I would love to keep it that way. But clearly Jesus is like, no, like you've got to do this. The Holy Spirit has constantly been, um, you know, unrelenting of share the story. Talk about it say it out loud, say how this has affected you and where you are today. And so that's why I'm having this first conversation with you. And I just feel really strongly that all of these things I did, um, they never helped, right? And it was like a series of events. I did those first things and then I was at a specific point in new age and then it only got deeper from there. So from there, um, I started to really do like a lot of like self-healing and this just became like a narcissistic uh, circle of like, oh, I I just got to focus on myself. I got to take care of myself. I got to do these things to, 
heal myself. I'm not good enough as I am, and I never even think about God who created me, <laughs> but I'm going to fix this problem. I'm in charge. I'm going to do this thing. And, you know, from there, just like really kind of amped up like this feminist, uh, like purpose in me of, you know, like, oh, like the patriarchy and like, this is why, you know, the family system is messed up. And, you know, it just got really messed up from there and it got really weird and, you know, of course, then I got into, like, the priestess path, and that was a whole other, um, that was a whole other, I don't know what to say about that, just uh, a level of me needing that experience to really come out and come to God. I'm really grateful for my priestess path experience because um, I was challenged to really be starting to think for myself of, um what is this and is this real and is this true um while like i really um believed in all the things that i was being taught um it was kind of the last straw for me of um just seeing the way that people tre treat one another in that um that part of new age that i ultimately was pulled out of it by god and i really truly truly believe that and i'm so grateful for it so whatever your steps were in new age or are still um i really hope that you will start to call out to god and you will see how the idol like you're um making yourself an idol you're making your your quote-unquote problems or your problems and relationships an idol. I was making my relationship or my mom in general an idol. Like I was putting her on a pedestal when I should have been putting God on a pedestal. My relationship with God was broken and needed healing. And eventually it did come to a place where I am with him fully strongly rooted with god and i truly believe like there's nothing that's stronger my my trajectory especially after understanding this when i've been studying the bible is the level of my relationships in my life is my relationship with god always first and foremost then it's my relationship with my husband then it's my relationship with myself, then it's everything else. And so the more that I could just really value and get strengthened by my relationship with God when I was saved, things really uh, healed within me in the ways that I was seeking and praying for, like, you know, not, <laughs> not Christian praying, but just like begging for, you know, to the universe so that's what I did in the new age and I know a lot of us do that um that would have never like I've, I did never get to the point that I needed to get to until I surrendered and you know started to really be in relationship with God in a really true real authentic way and so I wanted to just ugh, share all this with you um to just check in with you about what your hard spot is in your life. It might not be relationship centric at all, like mine is. Um, but I really want you to kind of just, if you're in this place of grief or loneliness or abandonment, um, 
you're not abandoned with God. You have a rightful place with him. He loves you. He wants to be in relationship with you. He wants you to be reaching out to him every day in every way. He wants to be in constant communication and connection with you. And if I had known then what I know now, things would have just been so much different for me. I wouldn't have wasted all this time being in this place of, you know, supposed like trauma and hurt and not good enoughness and feeling so worthless and unlovable. Yet I was helping other people to feel and find their power and their strength. It's so funny to me. I'm coaching people to help them with that. And my clients always did really well, you know, working with me. And um, I think that was God moving through me, helping them and supporting them. It's like, I could do that for others, but I wasn't able to really do that for myself. And now with God, I have so much peace. You see that over and over written in the Bible that, you know, like the Holy Spirit comes upon you as a Christian and the Holy Spirit never leaves you. And one of the things in the New Age that um, I'm really grateful for is that I went down a really big Gabby Bernstein rabbit hole, which led me to Marianne Williamson and A Course in Miracles. I don't recommend getting A Course in Miracles. Please don't buy it. <laughs> if you haven't, it, don't do it. Um, the person who wrote it on her deathbed said that she regretted it because she channeled it all from a demon. So you can Google that and that's a thing. Um, but one of the things I am grateful for from that was I spent so much time in classes and trainings with Gabby Bernstein. And, you know, that rabbit hole led me to uh, A Course in Miracles. And what I, A Course in Miracles was the first time I ever heard the word Holy Spirit. And I used to, and through the book, it's like a massive book. It's just as big as the Bible. And um, I would go through it and there, there would be like these exercises of how to pray to the Holy Spirit. And um, whenever I would do that, I only did it a few times. The one time, the few times I did it, it left an imprint on me of feeling peace in that little moment. And so I feel like sometimes we have in the new age, there are glimpses of real truth, right? And real uh, potential for healing, but it's only through God. It's only through Jesus and it's only through the Holy Spirit. Those are the only three areas and avenues to this. And um, yeah, so I'm grateful for the rabbit hole. It's a very specific journey that you're taken on if you're eventually meant to be led back to God, right? And that was my journey. There are a lot of important pieces. There are a lot of important people that I knew that I had to learn from and grow from and learn about, right? And I'm really grateful for every one of them. I don't, I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not mad about any of it, you know? And like, I think that that's a part that really comes from the grace of God is that we have to come to this place of this is my, this is who I am. This is everything I've gone through. And I know and trust for myself. And I believe this for all people that the hard things that we go through are meant to let us call out for God in those moments. And hopefully you will. Hopefully you'll have those moments where you're just like, I can't do this. And it's like, yes, call out to God and God will hold it for you. God will walk with you. God will not forsake you. And that has been my experience ever since um, being saved. And so 
I know that God is using me to talk about my my process and hopefully this helps you to understand a little bit more. Maybe this makes you understand a little bit more about who I am and why I have this sense of just big, big love for people because I've had big, big loss and hurt in my life. So there's a lot of lessons and things that we can glean from our pain, right? Um, but the there just feels like there's this and warning is maybe not like the best word, but that's the word I can think of in this moment is like, yeah, that there is sort of a warning that if you're going through any kind of grief or loss or abandonment or family challenge or anything that just feels really intense for you, I specifically believe that the bad one um, goes and collects, you know, and works off of our pain and heartache and trauma because we're already in a weakened position and so I really do see how people who go through experiences like this end up getting stuck in new age for a really long time because you're desperate to feel better you're desperate for answers you're desperate and longing for a sense of belonging and I think there is this sense of belonging in new age where, you know, like you, there's all these communities of these people who are doing the same work as you and they've ha gone through the same kind of traumas as you. And there's like this understanding of like, almost like people who are, you know, black sheeps, you know, you're going through like the, you're the black sheep of your family and you're going through this really hard time. And the only people who understand you aren't your family and friends that know you, but the people who you're making connections with in the new age circles. And that a hundred percent is um part of my experience is that you know like these people understand me you know um these people have been through things like i've been through um it's not me it's it's the the system or it's you know like there's all kinds of like reasons why we can start to think you know like oh you know like i'm so spiritual because I've had hard things happen to me. <laughs> All kinds of things that were told by spiritual teachers. And so, um, yeah, that that's kind of like the warning is that instead of, you know, running to the new age, I wish that I had run to God. And so I pray that if anyone who's listening has been going through a really tragic or hard time or has in the past and you went to new age it's okay because now you know that you can just call out to god and you can talk to him and you can help uh, you can have him help you support you with your next steps of what to do and yeah just get the support you need um call on god pray find a counselor if you need to you know because pulling us away right is what the enemy does. I'm not a big like Satan enemy person, but I do truly feel like this is one of the things. Um, it's like the easiest way to get us to, you know, click us into this, into new age, into dark practices is because of our hurts and our wounds. And I experienced that for myself. And there is no freedom in the world like the freedom we have in God. When we're fully his and he's claimed you, and he loves you, and he's here for you, and you pray, and you talk to him about your real life challenges, and you ask for the Holy Spirit's support, and guidance, and you ask for Jesus to love you and protect you. I mean, all throughout the Bible, even the, um, 
like spirits that are like the demons that are stuck in people's bodies, they call out to Jesus in fear. So it's like, if you need any kind of protection, you call out to Jesus and you are immediately met with protection and love. And this might not be comfortable for some of us, right? Especially if like you're new to this whole experience or conversation, but it's important. It's important for us to really just call out to him. Like we can never call out to him too much. You know, like he needs, he wants us. He, he's looking for you. He has done the ultimate sacrifice of dying on the cross for you, right? And so all you need to do is call out to him and begin that relationship with him. And then the forgiveness happens and the peace within yourself happens. And then you stop becoming so self-centered and thinking like a narcissist of like the only thing that matters and is important is your own healing. And you start to really feel the value and the identity of who you are in Christ instead of the value and identity of who you are in new age or who you are in your this social circle or who you are in your family. Like I stopped idol and putting my mom as an idol, my relationship with my mom as an idol of something that I wanted so bad and that I valued so much. Instead, I put all of my value and my love into my relationship with God. And that is the thing that's transformed me so big. And so that's the story I wanted to share with you today. And I pray that you will feel my heart in sharing this and that it's uncomfortable for me. It's weird for me. I don't really want to do it, but I know that if there is one person who can relate to my story and maybe you're feeling like you're not good enough, you're unworthy, you're unlovable because of whatever situation you're in, that you will call out to God today. And if you need help with a prayer um, or any support, please reach out to me. DM me on Instagram or send me an, an email, info at elizacc.com. I would love to hear from you and I'm happy to add you to my prayer list if you really need that. If you're going through a hard time and you don't really know the steps or you just don't feel comfortable, you know, fully going to God yet, that's okay. Like, reach out for someone to start praying for you and interceding on your behalf. I'm happy and I would love to do that. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I hope that um, it's received well and that you feel my heart and that you know that I love you with all my heart and God loves you so much. And let's, let's do this. Let's step away from the new age and the ways that uh, the enemy is, is making you feel like you need to do this and you need to pay for this and you need to go in this direction when it's really simple. You just need God. You just need God. That's all you need. And he'll take care of the rest for you. You really will. Okay. It will be a process. It will be, you know, you'll have to do some things that maybe you're not sure about how to do them. But as you keep being obedient and taking steps forward, he really does give you the plan. Okay. So with that, I love you so much and I'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd be so grateful if you take a few seconds, hop over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review. If you've enjoyed these episodes 
And it'd be so fun to just keep connected with you, hear your suggestions of things you'd like me to cover in the future episodes. And you can do that through DM on our new Instagram page at likethedove, or you can email me info at elizacc.com. Don't forget, we have a really amazing freebie for you in the show notes called the New Believer Resource Library. It's full to the brim with book recommendations, Bibles I use and love, and all kinds of links and support for your walk with God. I hope it helps you. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.